welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Super excited that you are here. We have an awesome topic today. We're going to be talking about out-of-body experiences, and I'll be sharing with you my very own out-of-body experience that I had. So if you haven't heard the full story, they're in for a treat for sure. So before we get started, I hope that you are coming to the Spiritual AF party. So it's totally free. It actually starts a week after next on the 18th. And if you sign up for VIP, you get an awesome digital VIP swag bag. And our pregame cocktail party is actually next Thursday. I cannot believe that this time is coming up so quickly. So the link will be in the show notes or you can go to the real heatherdanielle.com and then you'll see a little menu bar it says spiritual af party so i hope to see you there and now let's get into out-of-body experiences so i just have to tell you really quick is out-of-body experiences are different than like near-death experiences you know you might have an out-of-body experience that maybe turns into a near-death experience but just because you have an out-of-body experience does not mean that it is near the end of your life that you know you are dying or you know anything like that. So they're completely two different things in a way. But I have heard that out-of-body experiences when your soul leaves its body can turn into a near-death experience because of whatever you are going through. You're just taking a few minutes to like look at your body and that kind of stuff before the light of the end of the tunnel is shown and then you go through the tunnel. But I wouldn't be too scared about out-of-body experiences in general. So just to let you know, there's two different kinds of out-of-body experiences. So there's spontaneous and there's also induced. So some people have, you know, spontaneously left, left their body. And that could be to a diff- couple different reasons why. So it could be that they are very, very stressed, right? Extremely fatigued, right? That they are doing it during sleep um, and perhaps they're even feeling a lot of stress in their sleep. And then what's up? what's up happening in an out-of-body experience is a majority of times you are going to notice your soul lift from your body or you're going to feel snapped out of it and you're going to be able to float above your body like in the bedroom and that kind of stuff so that's really what people are talking about when they talk about you know out-of-body experiences and so there's also induced ones and this can be through drugs like hallucinogenic drugs apparently a lot of people can have an out-of-body experience when they go into deprivation like sound deprivation and including are you ready those float tanks So that is really interesting. I have not yet done it, but apparently it can really set the mood, set the tone, set the environment for you to have an out-of-body experience. So I thought that was crazy interesting. So maybe you do want to go to a float tank now or maybe you want to stay away from it. But that kind of brings me to my next point. So yeah, you might have, you might be one of those people who have a spontaneous, you know, OBE, which is out-of-body experience, but those are not as common, I believe, as the induced OBEs because, you know, drugs and, you know what I mean, trying to do it, you know, might actually be a little easier for some people than others. So mine in particular was... I would have to say it was like a blend because I did not mean to do it, but no, it was actually induced. So I was in Florida. So 
I was in Florida and I was training with John Holland and Joe Shell. So if you don't know who they are, they are amazing psychic mediums. Like, oh my gosh, like you have to Google John Holland right now. He is a Hay House author. He is on YouTube. Um, he used to be stars of some shows and things like that that have to do with your abilities. And it had always been a dream of mine to train with him. Like I remember one day when his assistant called me and I think I was teaching a dream class that day and I'm just like oh my gosh I cannot believe that John Holland's calling me and in this particular event he was actually doing with Joe Shell, which you don't know him that's okay because he's not widely as known as John Holland but he is a spiritual artist so he actually does really really good at drawing your past loved ones and I'll be honest, like during this time, I am training in mediumship by both of them. But Joe is taking a majority of the class and not John. And I was like, oh my God, I totally want John more than I do Joe. But there wasn't that many people in the class. I would have to say there was maybe about 20 of us at this hotel in Florida. And it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. And during, I believe it was the second or third day of our training, you know, Joe is like, okay, you know, let's, you know, get together. Let's do a meditation. But we're all still in our seats, face the front part of the classroom. And Joe is leading us to a meditation behind us. Okay. So he's standing behind us and he's talking to the class from behind. And I remember, you know, him saying words like, you have to feel really relaxed. You have to feel really relaxed. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I am going to do this. I'm going to put 110% in to this experience because at the moment, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't sure if I really wanted to keep doing spiritual work or not. I was still teeter-tottering. So if you're going back and forth with it, just know that's completely normal. And I just have to tell you guys this. This was in February of 2020. So this is right before the pandemic hit. And I was still teeter-tottering even then. So just wanted to put that out there. And so when Joe was saying, hey, relax, 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 we're going to go through this meditation, I kept my eyes open. And I just allowed myself to get more and more relaxed. And I was just kind of fighting with myself. And I was like, Heather, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deep as you can in this meditation. Because what he was teaching us is, you know, meditation can raise your vibration. It will help you get closer to the other side. It will help you, you know, connect with them. You will be able to hear them more strongly. And I was like, okay. I am going to do this. I'm going to put 100% in. So I am going to keep on going as deep as I can in this meditation, you know, because I was doing that with every single thing that they taught us. And so I remember feeling really relaxed, like, oh my gosh, like, wow, I feel like I was put on some sort of drug and my eyes were barely open. But what I noticed was my vision started becoming a little distorted and I could see the people in front of me, they were in chairs, obviously, right? Because, you know, I was like in the third row. They were in chairs, but then all of a sudden the colors started looking a little different. And I kind of got really, really, really scared, right? I was feeling scared, but I was like, Heather, just keep on going. So I kept on going, feeling deeper. And all of a sudden it was like the people's bodies started melting away. And that's when I realized like, oh my God, it's like their physical bodies are melting away. And underneath there was this gold colored light. 
and it was in the shape of all the bodies. So, you know, the head, the shoulders, you know, the arms going down on the chairs, and it looked like these little gold bodies um, were sitting in these chairs. Now, one thing that I noticed was there was lines going through some of them, like black, thick, sometimes thin lines. And I noticed that one woman in particular, she had um, a lot of black lines. Now, I couldn't tell if she was a woman or not at this point, but I just kind of knew from who was sitting there, you know, who it was. And it was an older woman. And she had black lines going through. To this day, I haven't really figured out what the black lines were. Because then, Joe said to close your eyes. No joke. I was scared to close my eyes. I felt like if I closed my eyes, I would go even deeper. And when I closed my eyes, I did. I felt myself going deeper and deeper and deeper into this relaxation. And I didn't see anything else. It was all completely black. So I did not like float above my body. I didn't do anything like that. But I tell you what, I was scared more scared than I've ever been in my entire life. But I forced myself to go deeper and deeper and deeper because I trusted John and I trust, trusted Joe. And so I kept on, you know, making myself relaxed. And I don't know what else I was doing. Maybe I was pushing my soul out. I don't know. I just know I was just trying to really relax my body. At the same time, I was pushing my vibration up towards spirit. So at the time, I didn't know what I was doing, right? And Finally, Joe said, he was like, okay, and then when you are ready, bring yourself back into your body, wiggle your toes, wiggle your hands. I didn't know this, but all this happened in the course of like less than 10 minutes. And I had a hard time coming back into my body. I had a very difficult time wiggling my fingers and wiggling my toes because I have never done this before. I have no idea what I was doing. Like I have no idea what was happening at the time. And it was very, very, very difficult. So when I started trying to move my fingers, it was like I was completely disconnected from my body. Like I did not feel an attachment to my body at all. But I kept on like feeling like, hey, Heather, you got to go down now. You have to go down now. You need to get back into your body, right? And so I felt like, okay, I could finally do it. I could finally get back into my body, but it was still so difficult. So when they said like, move your fingers, it was like, I was trying to like move my finger, but only like it would only move a little bit up, right? I couldn't really move my toes at all. And I remember being able to finally move my eyes and I was able to open them, but I was standing there or sitting there just like a statue and I was completely disconnected from my body. And I remember freaking out in the inside. I remember thinking like, I'm no longer attached to my body. I don't feel this. I don't feel this, this connection to it and I can't move. And because... It wasn't like I was paralyzed. It was that because I was so, so disconnected that I really just couldn't move, you know? So my soul apparently hadn't come all the way back into its body yet. So I was thinking maybe I'm really ungrounded. So I started trying to like push my feet into the floor and imagine that I was like a tree, you know, growing out from the floor. And that's when I was like, Heather, this is not working. So I really, really wanted Joe to see me. And a part of me was kind of like upset because it's like, how can you not tell that I'm going through something? Because I have been, you know, jibber jabbering and writing down notes. And now I'm a freaking statue and I'm not smiling. I'm not laughing. I'm not showing any kind of emotion as he began to go on and teach the class. And so I am like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, like I have to do something. After a few minutes, I was able to like wiggle my hands, wiggle my toes, um, not 
like normal, not like normal at all. And that's when I was like, Heather, you got to get the strength up. You got to do something. And I'm like, I know I got to. And at the same time that I'm dealing with my body, you know, being the way it is, I'm also feeling like extremely emotional, like so emotional that I can't even stand it. Like I want to cry just over nothing. I just feel this overwhelming sense of all these different emotions that I can't really even explain. And so soon after Joe decides, you know, hey, that we need a break. And John is there too. And he just kind of like runs out of the room um, really quickly for this break for some reason. And I don't know how I did it, but I got up all the strength that I could in my body. And I ran to Joe, like almost like falling into his arms, which he wasn't, it was a small room. So it's not like I ran very far. And I told him, I just start crying, all these tears coming out. And I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I think I went too far. I think I went too far, right? And Joe was like, you know, totally taken back. And he was like, all right, tell me everything that's going on. And I told him, I tried, I tried to tell him, right? But I'm still feeling loopy. I'm still feeling crazy. I'm still feeling, you know, all these things. And he just kind of goes to me. He's like, you went too far. You went too far. He was like, you never go to the spirit world, you know, by yourself. You always have someone there guiding you. You don't do that. And I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I don't know what I was doing. But I was like, now I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. I feel like I've been hit by a truck or a semi truck. Like I feel like I was just in an accident. Like my body is sore and I'm just totally like, he was so disconnected from it and all these emotions and stuff. And he was like, go get some water. He was like, go grounding, go outside and sit in the grass and, you know, blah, 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 blah. He gives me a couple of these things to do. So I end up outside with water and now I'm talking to one of the girls in our class and she was like, oh my God, I just can't believe that you did that. And I'm like, I know me too, but I'm not thinking it's a good thing. And she starts explaining to me about how, you know, she's had that same exact experience as me, but she actually had to use, you know, some kind of hallucinated drug when she was in Mexico. She actually paid for the experience, I guess. And it was to a T the same thing. And she was like, but the fact that I could do it within 10 minute meditation, you know, or less, you know what I mean? was like really impressive. And she was going on about how it meant, you know, I was powerful and that kind of thing. And at the time, maybe I needed to hear that. Now I'm like, okay, I don't need to hear from a powerful, right? So many of us get the call and then we hear how powerful we are and we just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? It seems like it's a lot of responsibility, you know? Let me know if you feel that same way. So we are talking and we are, you know, she's helping me feel a little bit better. And she's explaining to me that I went to the other side you know? Um, and I was like, no way. Like, that's so amazing and cool. But I'm like, why am I so emotional? And she was like, because you miss home because you know that that's where you were supposed to be. And then I was like, but I was so incredibly scared, you know, during this whole progress, progress, you know, why was I so scared? And she was like, it is because you were leaving your body. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then little things started making sense, like seeing the people as light figures. And they say that we are all made out of this beautiful light, that we are seriously made of stardust, the same things the stars are made out of. So I started thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I get to see what we tell everyone what we are. I see it with my own eyes. I've seen people's bodies dissolve right before my eyes and I was able to see them as light beings. So there is zero doubt that this is any kind of, you know, just a belief system of what you feel and things like that. This is truly what it is. And 
I was just like taken back, but I still did not feel good. I felt pretty sick, to be honest. And I still felt very disconnected. I felt like, have you ever had that day where you were completely ungrounded? So you were feeling very, very spacey and very, very forgetful. And maybe you were just feeling a little Looney Tunes. Maybe you felt like you had a whole bunch of Red Bull, but you know, you didn't feel like running, you know, something along those lines. And also just a feeling of, I don't feel good right? Like I just don't feel like I'm myself. I feel like maybe even a little sick to my stomach, that kind of situation. So we go back inside and now we have to be put up into small groups and do mediumship gallery reading. So I was very nervous about mediumship gallery readings because this is when you stand in front of everyone and you give readings, you know? So you'd be like, oh, I have a woman coming through and blah, 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 blah. You give them evidence. And then you're doing this in front of all these people with the hopes of someone is going to understand what you are doing, right? And who you are bringing through. And Joe and um, John and his assistants would be walking around and be grading us and that kind of stuff, giving us tips. Well, normally I would be extremely, extremely, um, what is it called, scared to do this, especially because I'd be doing it in front of, you know, John and Joe and that kind of stuff in front of other really amazing mediums. I've done it before in front of other people who were not mediums, but this time it kind of like scared me and no one in our group could figure out who would go net first, right? Who wants to go first? And finally, probably because I felt so loopy, it was almost like I don't even give a crap because if I suck, then it means, you know, that I can just blame it on how I feel, right? So I came forward and I had like zero stress on me, zero fear. And I remember I brought through two women in spirit and only one person in the audience could take it. That's when you know you're doing a good job because only one person can take it and you have gotten enough detailed evidence to where they know it's their past loved one and it's not anyone else's. So I was super impressed with myself. I was super happy, you know, because apparently John had walked by and he had given me kudos, you know, because I didn't hear him because I was so loopy and I was in the moment. So that really meant a lot to me. I was like, oh my gosh, so I'm doing pretty good. But I still feel like crap. I still feel like I have gotten run over by a truck, right? And I feel like I'm half asleep in and half awake. So what ended up happening was that night, Joe and John were going to be doing their own gallery reading, you know, to show us how it's done basically. And we were able to bring any family that we had and whatnot. I flew in for this, so I didn't have any family. So it was going to be a really, really fun night. And I remember I was having dinner with the girls, um, the other mediums, you know, in the hotel lobby. And I was like, man, I can't do this. I cannot, you know, go to this you know, this amazing event because I feel like crap. I need to take a nap. I need to, I don't even know what I need to do, right? But I know that I can't go on this way because I feel so bad. And there was two amazing girls from Australia. I wish I would have kept in touch with them. Maybe I could find them and have them on the show. And anyways, they were like, oh, she needs something, something along the lines of capped or tapped. I forgot what it was. And I was like, okay. And they had been telling me I needed this, but I didn't know what it was. So I just kind of was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just going to say yes, even though I won't do it. But then finally they're like, yeah, come on, let's go and do it. And I'm like, do it. Okay. I don't know what we're doing, but okay. So oddly enough, they just took me to a booth of one of the like restaurants area hotels you know the hotels have restaurants in them and some of them like have booths in them so this wasn't like a full-blown you know restaurant but it had like the booths and the tables where you could eat breakfast you know that kind of stuff and so they put me in one of the booths by myself and they told me to put my head down and they 
stacked. That's what it is. They were stacking me. Yeah, it was stacking. And they each um, put their hand over my head. So both hands, and then it would go one of the girl's hands, the other girl's hand, then the other girl, you know, the one girl's hand, and then the other girl's hand above my head. And I don't know what they were doing. I thought they were doing maybe something like Reiki. And it was really funny because after a few minutes, I felt kind of like a little pop. And but I didn't know what it was, so I didn't want to say anything, you know? And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then after like a, like not even a minute after I thought that, one of the girls is like, oh, I think I felt it. I think she's good now. And the other one's, yeah, I felt it too. And then I was like, oh, no way, because I felt something too, you know? And I was like, what were you doing? And they were like, you know, your soul still wasn't all the way into its body. So you've been walking around still with less of your soul in your body than you're used to. So in case you don't know, our souls are too big to fit inside of our bodies, right? So we have half of our soul or however much left um, that's left over. I heard three quarters, you know, three quarters of our soul is not even in our body. So we're dealing with only a quarter of our soul at this moment. And so I was, I guess, uh, going off of less than that. If I tell you that what they did and the stacking thing worked 100%, like you have to believe me because that's exactly what happened. It was 100% worked. I felt so much better. I did not feel tired anymore. I felt like myself. I felt like really, really good. Like, oh my gosh, I'm totally not going to miss Joe and John's, you know, gallery reading because um, I'm feeling good now. And it was great. It was so, so great. Like I feel so much better for those girls. And then because those girls helped me. But when I got home, I was really funny. My husband's like, oh my God, do it again, do it again, do it again. And I'm like, no, that's not something that I would want to do again without having like the proper people around me and without coming out too quick. Cause that was the key was I came out of that meditation too quick. So now I know why, you know, in meditation, you know, classes and things like that, they're like, okay, now slowly bring your awareness back to your body. Slowly start wiggling your toes. Now I know why they say that because it's like, whoa, you can come back too fast. Now, it's not something that I feel that everyone, you know what I mean, would be able to do or be able to do with ease. You know, because I learned about this, I learned that I'd be a really good trance medium, kind of like Edgar Casey, if you ever heard of him, who's called a sleeping prophet, who actually brought a lot of information forward while he was sleeping underneath trance. Um, however, I haven't been able to find like a trance mediumship class that's in person because you have to do it in person. So if you think that you want to do anything like this, you have to have the right people around you. You know how lucky that I was that I was surrounded by Joe and John. And then I was also having those girls from Australia to help me. If they weren't around, I don't know what I would have done, right? I don't know what I would have done without them. So definitely keep that in the back of your mind. It's something that I don't feel like a lot of people could do either doing a simple meditation like that because I was very, very scared. Like you have no idea how scared I was. Like the fear that I felt was like nothing I've ever felt in this life. And, you know, this life, like you might've had some close calls, you know what I mean? Especially me, I've almost died quite a few times, you know what I mean? Um, you know, being strangled, a whole bunch of other crazy stuff that's happened to me. Right. So, um, this was definitely times 10 times 20 times 50, but now there are going to be some of you who are really able to, um, have an out-of-body experience, you know, during a meditation, maybe a longer meditation, or you've been meditating for a while and it makes it easier for you. And if you're one of those people, then I want to hear your story. So 
in the link in the show notes is going to be a way where you can send me a voicemail and you can share your story so that I can share with others on this podcast and I can hear about it because I love hearing these stories. Or you can write it out to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. So happy meditating, everyone. Happy OBEs, everyone. If you've had an OBE out-of-body experience or a really fascinating story to tell me during meditation, maybe you had something like this. And if you did, I want to hear it. So let me know, like I said, heatherdanielmedium at gmail.com, or you can go ahead and you know, put it, you know, look in the show notes and you will see the link to leave me a voicemail so you can tell me the story. All right. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic Friday and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.